Every day you wake up to something new Whether that be a challenge or a new opportunity And let me tell you, that's a great thing Now you gon' have some battles You'll get your wins and you'll have your losses But no matter the outcome, there's always light at the end of the tunnel Alright, let's go Grinding every day cause I gotta get it Waking from my dream cause I'm trying to live it Make my own lane, don't care if I fit in If I want something I do it, no I'm never quitting now Honor my path, reaching my goals no matter how Bring on the wrath, promise ain't nothing gon' knock me down Tell me can you feel the vibe yet? This the encouraged mindset Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Encourage Mindset. My name is Ethan Vandehyde, and alongside me today, I have Heather Hakes. She is a mindset coach, but she'll actually dive in further what she does. Heather, if you want to tell the audience a little bit about yourself, we'd be happy to hear from you. Hey, Ethan, thank you so much for having me. I'm a fellow podcaster, so I love being on the other side. Quick brief overview um, for me. I've been studying and fascinated by psychology and human potential since I can remember. I'm currently 36. I started reading these books in my early teen years. So anyway, um, I did what we're conditioned to do. I went to college. I got a degree, worked in corporate for 10 years until I was just finally like, there's got to be more to life. And I took a huge leap of faith in 2017 I've been on my own since. I'm the host of the Mind Over Matter podcast. I published my book, Take the Leap, and I do one-on-one and corporate coaching for others all about mindfulness practices and mindset and that we create our reality. Yeah, awesome. So you talked about you went the, you kind of did your path. And my first question for you, Heather, is did your path, the path that you're on right now, are you happy? Oh, I love You know what? I have to say that um, entrepreneurship, I believe, is personal development on steroids because you have to come up against yourself a lot. Self-discipline, self-doubt, imposter syndrome, limiting beliefs, all that BS. But I love what I do. I love the time and financial freedom, the laptop lifestyle, helping others because it's amazing how full circle my desire as a little girl to be a teacher has manifested into doing this, which is something I never fathomed. Yeah, exactly. No, I think a lot of people have that same pathway where they think they're going to become this. Like my dream was maybe to be a firefighter or policeman. And now it's uh, totally not doing that stuff. So that's awesome to hear from you. And you said your goal is to help others. And that's what this uh, platform is all about. And so what do you kind of want to say is your goal for others to become the best self possible? What do you kind of strive as your mission to be? The biggest thing is, and I changed the heading on my website as an example. So my website where you can get tons of free resources and connect with me is heatherhakes.com. But ultimately what that is saying is to awaken your infinite potential. I believe that we have been programmed and conditioned and we are living a very minute possibility of what's possible for us. And I just want others to know This is not theory. This is not philosophy. I'm experiencing it, and so are many thousands of others. But we create our reality, and that you can have, be, and do anything you desire. As Bob Proctor used to always say, if you can see it in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. 
So I, I just want people to know that, um, you know, there is no limit. The sky is not the limit. Your mindset is. Yeah, I love that. And you said that we create our reality, mm -hmm. but sometimes our reality can create distractions in our lives. So what kind of is your, is your like best advice on keeping focused on these important matters when there are these distractions in our lives? I think the ultimate, the biggest thing is um, having a disciplined mind. So yes, there will always be distractions. You can distract yourself scrolling on social media. You can distract yourself through procrastination. You can distract your, we all have a numbing agent, right? So whether it's food, shopping, obviously the scrolling is a big one, but I think it just comes down to if you get clear, so clarity is number one. But if you get clear on what you want your life to look like, so as an example, vision board is somewhere to start. But the thing, the gap that people may not see in a vision board is it's like you put all these dream things on a vision board, but it seems so distant, so far off. And what I love, Neville Goddard, he's a phenomenal teacher. I highly suggest his um, teachings. But what Neville teaches is you have to start living from the end. So showing up as that, quote, future self. And so if you are showing up feeling abundant and in love and that relationship you desire, or you can imagine and feel yourself in that dream home, if you think, speak, and act as if right here, right now, that's your reality, because we live in an energetic universe, you literally draw those experiences to you. But the thing about vision boards is you put it up in this one day, I hope that would be nice, but you don't actually embody it that it's already yours. Yeah, I think I actually struggle with that too sometimes is I, I mean, you have like, I have a whiteboard behind myself and I'll write like goals and stuff like, I want to see this in the future. I want to do this. And you're right. Like, I'm not fully attacking it. I'm just saying like, I hope and I wish and. I will do the necessary things to get to that level, but I'm not already living in that reality that I already have it. So I like how you worded that. Well, here, here's a great example, right? I love giving metaphors and, and real world examples. So let's say you want to lose 60 pounds. That's a big change in lifestyle. And in order to lose those 60 pounds, you realize that you're going to have to start thinking being and doing things differently. So if we could break this down into a practical thing, it's what I call a thought cycle. It's an easy four-step process that our thoughts create our emotions and feelings. Those lead to the actions or inactions we take in life and ultimately our results. So what you can do with this four-step process is if you are here sitting in this results, man, I, I let myself go. I numbed out. I was stuffing my emotions, feelings. I want to lose 60 pounds. Okay, cool. Now we reverse engineer. Okay, I need to start taking different actions. I need to maybe get up and get movement. And then you also realize, okay, I, maybe you want to meal prep. You want to be conscious of what you're consuming and then just backtrack it all into the emotions you're feeling and thoughts. So anyway... If you want to release, and I like actually the word release because lose, normally when we lose something, we want to find it. You don't want to find, you know, you want to let go of those 60 pounds. If you start showing up every day right here, right now, as that version of you, 60 pounds lighter, and you embody that, you're going to walk different, you're going to feel more confident, and that alone 
will lead to different thoughts, different feelings, and different actions. Yeah. So when we are trying to lead to those different thoughts and actions, how do we track that progress on how we're doing? Well, I, I think it depends on the scenario. But as an example, I love the idea of just being 1% better every day. But let's say, for example, and not obsessing over, because there is no destination. Our life, this is a journey. We're supposed to be having fun here on Earth in this 3D realm. And so it, it's just, I think it's important to celebrate the small wins along the way, because that will anchor, you know, you're proud and you're doing, and it'll keep you focused. And so let's say for this weight example, because that's what I was talking about. You know, you lose five pounds. Well, check it off, star it, have some sort of chart. So you are watching your progress and you have something that you're following, not just this, you know, never ending, always moving target. You need to see the end goal. And then, yeah, just, just check it along the way. When it comes to finances, that's a great example, right? All right. I really want to save a thousand dollars or whatever it may be. Well, put five bucks in that bank account. And that's easier to see because you have a bank account. You can monitor the different amounts increasing. Yeah. Yeah. So what happens if we are suffering a setback during, let's say that, that weight progress or the finance thing, because maybe something, an emergency happened where I needed to pull funds out of that. What do we kind of do to, sustain self-motivation when we suffer a setback toward that goal. Sure. So what I like to say is we are human. It is normal and you may fall off track. I get that. So number one, I think you give yourself grace and, and that self-compassion and that self-love that, okay, no worries. I don't see anything as a failure. It's a learning opportunity. You learned a lesson, but it's up to you how long you stay off track. So it's okay. I love the saying, you know, if you're tired, rest, but never quit. So take a break and get back on. If you get back on the next day, amazing. But just don't let yourself fall off track for too long because then you're going to have so much backwards momentum. It's really going to get harder to keep going. Yeah, exactly. No, I feel that because I, I hear it personally from people that they struggle. And I myself, I mean, not everybody's perfect in this world. I struggle too, even though I have a podcast and you have a podcast, like we all struggle in this world and we all get off track sometimes. But that key thing, I know it's hard to, hard to say, hard to do sometimes and hard to get on track and hard to maintain focus. But yeah, I mean, that's a good word of advice right there. You know what else um, in that scenario is if you can have accountability and the only thing about having accountability, if you're always seeking that external accountability, then it's, you're not holding yourself accountable. But let's say as an example, losing the weight or maybe something in business, have some sort of accountability, whether it's your partner, it's a friend, a business partner, a personal trainer, a coach, because that is also another way to remind you why you're heading towards this goal and to keep you on track. Yeah. So how long have you been doing mindset coaching out of curiosity? Since 2017. Okay. 2017. And like, what has been the most rewarding experience out of being a mindset coach? I just, you know what? I love getting the messages, whether it's on social media, the different platforms or from my clients. I, I got another email yesterday, but it's just 
you know, thank you for the inspiration. Thank you for that message. That really helped me stay on track. Or I, I love what you're teaching. It's really helping. Like I am, I'm doing this and creating all this content and this information to help others. And so when I get that feedback, it's, it, you know, it's just fueling the fire to keep me going. Exactly. No, I feel the same way. And that's why I always love asking that question because I mean, one email can just put a smile on your face the rest of the day. And you know what I did? Because you're right, especially in our space, this is a lot of self-discipline and to keep going because sometimes it takes a little time to see the fruits of our labor. But I've created a note on my computer when I have these um, feedback and testimonials and messages come in, I'm keeping track of them so I can refer back just to remind myself if I fall off track or if I'm feeling you know, the self-doubt or whatever to refer back to that, to be like, Oh no, you're, you are helping others keep going. That is genius. I'll have to do that. No. Um, but something that I've been told that I, I want to start doing more is a lot of self-reflection. And I, uh, you hear a lot of people say it, like you need to give yourself positive affirmations uh, and, just because every day you don't he like hear or get those emails or you don't get those responses from your clients or your loved ones. So sometimes you need to reinforce yourself with positive affirmations. And I've been starting to do that a lot more recently. And I got to say, it's actually been really, really helpful. So I don't know if you do it or not, but it's really helpful. A hundred percent. As an example, on my phone, I have at least six alarms throughout the day. And they're a positive, like an affirmation statement with us. I attach it to a song that makes me feel good. And so when these alarms go off throughout the day, even if I'm taking what, a 15 second break to hear this alarm, to say that. So I think the affirmation, I say the affirmation, I, you know, I just kind of feel the music and then, you know, I'm looking forward to the next one, but there's so many tips and tricks to keep yourself in alignment, forward focused, and to keep going. But that's just one of the ways I do it. Yeah. Do you have any other tips and tricks that you want to share? Oh gosh, how many? How much time do we yeah. have? <laughs> as much as many as you want to share, I'm all aboard to hearing them. Um, in what aspect specifically? Um, I would say like self-development and habit formation. I think the biggest thing is. Well, yeah, let's talk about habits. Habits are huge. And the biggest thing with habits, if we all have habits, good or bad. So again, back to that thought cycle, thoughts, emotions, actions, and results. If you are sitting in a space where you don't have the results you want, let's look at those habits and actions. And ultimately, your habits come down to do you have self-trust? And if you don't have follow through, if you have a habit of procrastinating, if you have a habit of hitting the snooze button, if you have a habit of being inconsistent, simply become aware and then do little things, you know, like habit stacking to build better habits. Here's an example of what I did when I really caught myself procrastinating or not following through. I love the quote, how you do anything is how you do everything. So here's how I started small. You know how easy it is to collect the trash and put it at the top of the stairs or put it at the door, but not put it in the trash can? Absolutely. 
So I started there. I was like, okay, when I collect the trash, even if it's upstairs in a bathroom, I'm going to take it all the way downstairs to the garage and dump it in the trash can. That's how small I started. This one was not big for me, but you know, a lot of people will put dirty dishes in the sink. Okay, simply put your dirty dishes in the dishwasher. You've got to somehow create this follow through. Another habit way of starting is to make your bed every morning. I've always done this since I was a young girl. And I didn't realize how many people don't do this. But if you start your day with that small of a task, making your bed, that's already one super productive day, super productive thing to start your day. A big one. I don't know if you experienced this, but as an example, do you hit the snooze button in the morning? Yeah, I kind of do several times, I will admit. Yeah. And that's okay. So, But you have to become aware of that. And for example, at the end of my corporate tenure, I was hitting the snooze button two to three times a day, barely getting out of bed, almost always late to work by about five minutes because I did I wasn't excited about my life. But think about it. If you're starting every single day hitting the snooze button, you are procrastinating as the first action you take of the day. Think about that. You are starting your day in procrastination. So, of course, you're going to build momentum, and that's how you do anything. It's how you do everything. So what I would offer is if you have time to hit the snooze button, just set your alarm for the latest you could possibly wake up so you're not snoozing. Or make a commitment to yourself. When the alarm goes off, you get up. Yeah, I tried. Well, I'm going to be honest. So I do hit the snooze snooze button a couple of times. And there's actually one effective strategy that really works. And I know most people, they sleep with their phone next to their bed. Uh, people are die hard. I, I need to see what's going on. Maybe an emergency, whatever. I just need it next to me. And what I realized is, is I have a plug-in over here somewhere in the corner of my room, which yeah. is away from my bed. Put your phone over there. And then when the alarm goes off, you literally have to already get out of bed to go shut that thing off. So then you're already up. And that way, hopefully your procrastination doesn't kick in and you jump back into bed. But hopefully you're up. You notice you're up. That way you can actually stay up. Yeah. So I would challenge you, Ethan, starting tomorrow, put your phone on the opposite side of the room or just commit. You are no longer going to hit the snooze button. It's easier than it sounds, but I will I will commit to it, Heather. I will try my best. And um, but like you said, I think a lot of people um, they'll, they'll set their alarms at five, six, six in the morning because uh, most people are working a nine to five job or they got kids to take care of in the morning and get to school. So I think a lot of people maybe hit the snooze button just for five minutes. Oh, give me the extra five minutes. Oh, I really need the extra five minutes today. But like you said, if you can find a way to commit, just set it for that extra five minutes and get up at that time and maybe utilize your significant other as give me an elbow when you hear my alarm, get me up, um, whatever works. But yeah. I definitely think the tips you shared were really helpful. For sure. And let's think about it like this, right? So it is pretty standard across the board when people set New Year's resolutions. I think the, late, the last percentage I heard statistic 
was that like 87% of people fail on their New Year's resolutions. And why do they fail? Because they don't have good habits in place. And think about it like this. You can set those big, hairy, audacious goals to, okay, I'm going to start meditating every single day, or I'm going to run a marathon this year. That is great and amazing. But if you've never run before, or you've never meditated before, just commit to, okay, I'm going to meditate for five minutes today. And if you practice the power of presence, what can you do today? And if you just commit to being 1% better every single day in these small commitments to yourself, then you can take on these bigger ones. And then you can show up and accomplish so much more because you've created a foundational basis that you have self-trust, you are committed, you are consistent, and then literally um, anything is yours. Yeah, life-changing can really happen once you, like you said, start those small stepping stones and eventually work up to those bigger uh, stepping stones. That's what I kind of use that form as. But Heather, is there anything else you'd like to share on today's podcast with everybody? You know, I think there's so much I could talk about. I love this stuff. I am fully immersed in it. But ultimately, what I would say is step number one in creating any kind of change in your life is becoming aware of how you've been, how you've been thinking, the actions you've been taking, and simply non-judgment. Take inventory of how you've been showing up and then create this vision of who you want to be and find that gap. And ultimately, it comes down to thinking, being, and doing things differently and showing up, being consistent every single day as that version of you you want to be. Boom. Mic job. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Heather, for coming on to Encourage Mindset and encouraging a lot of our audience today. But if our audience wants to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Best place to start is my website, and that is heatherhakes.com. On my website, I have free video trainings. I have additional resources, and that's an easy way to connect with me on YouTube and my podcast and all the different social platforms. Awesome. Well, you have a good rest of your week, and I hope you are crushing your 2022 goals and your habits. Yes. Thank you, Ethan. Every day until your dreams coming true, yeah. Grinding every day until your dreams coming true, yeah. Grinding every day until your dreams coming true. Wanna make it happen? Well, it all starts with you. Start with flipping the mentality, making visions reality. Screw all the practicality, wasn't meant for normality. Time to unlike the beast, so bring out all of your savagery. All in every day, how it has to be.